up, everybody? We are back with another episode of Back to the Feature. I'm your host, Michael McFly. I'm here with my co-host. We got Dalton here, a.k.a. Gorilla Gil. Hey, Gorilla Gil. <laughs> uh, I probably shouldn't be doing that. Let's not do that. We'll leave that one out. Uh, what are we talking about today, Gorilla Gil? We're getting into spooky season, um, really kicking off the uh, festivities right with a movie series that I think everyone, for the most part, can appreciate. Most people uh, watching this or listening in have probably seen the movies, but we're going to be looking at the first three Harry Potter movies. Yeah, I think we should. Uh, I don't know why I do this, but I batch the first three together. The next two are like the middle, and then the last three to me are like the end. Yeah. Um, Half-Blood Prince and The Deathly Hollows like, are seamless. Mm-hmm. Like they all seem to have like the same kind of message, like oh, Vol-, like everyone knows Voldemort's back, like it's understood now, yeah. and they're getting ready, you know, to protect. And then in the beginning, it's like very much so self discovery for Harry, and then those middle two are kind of like somewhere in between there. Um, so we're gonna pop it off with self discovery for Harry, Mister Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, you know something interesting. I never really thought about that, but if you think about like a three act structure mm-hmm. for a full complete mm-hmm. story. That fits the bill pretty well. Um, I think the only argument could be maybe the first, like the end of the Goblet of That's Fire, mm-hmm. Voldemort's mm-hmm. back, right? So like the rising action has right. included. The Goblet of Fire, well, yeah. Well, you see Voldemort in the first one, the second one. Do you see? Don't you don't know. see him in I a Prisoner of Azkaban. He's physically ever there. Well, right. I don't think you see him in the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, you see him in the first two. Um, yeah, the fourth one definitely takes, that's my favorite. Um, the Goblet of Fire definitely takes that turn for the dark. And then from there on out, it stays pretty dark. I think the first three, the, the third one, the, like the color grading and everything's a lot darker, Yes, but it, yeah. it doesn't really like nothing crazy really yeah. happens. Well, we're going to talk a little bit deeper into this, but the first two are directed by Christopher Columbus. Yep. And thank you for they, America. The, the, amen, brother. <laughs> um, and the, it's a very magical, uh, sensational, like kind of warm, you know, like it's pretty bright yeah. about how beautiful like the interior of Hogwarts is. Right. The Great Hall. Yeah. yeah. And then thinking about the second movie is a little bit darker, like getting into the Chamber of Secrets. But still thinking about the choices that they made in terms of color um, and direction, they could have gone much, much deeper with the content of Chamber of Secrets. But it's still pretty. <laughs> yeah light story for the most part i mean the stuff with jenny and you know what is what was his name tom riddle no tom Rid- uh, yeah riddle's diary tom riddle's diary Mo- Mo- what is it Mavalo. what is i don't know what you're talking about yeah well like he has his name and then it spells out like i am lord voldemort right oh but, uh, i don't remember yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But, right 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 but like his little alias thing and um like that was obviously dark because the book material was pretty dark, much mm-hmm. darker than what we saw in the movies. But they still were very, like, they were kids still. Right. And then we take a look at the third movie, and it is a good discovery for Harry because you're starting to get a, a larger story in with Sirius and who Harry's parents were. Yeah. And truly the threat of Voldemort's crew. Um, and what the maybe the long game is for the villains. The third one gets into like iconic moments too that like people really think about. Like uh, when uh, Sirius is talking to Lupin and he's mm. like, 
seven years i waited you know what i mean yeah. like those scenes are iconic like everyone knows like there's still memes going on about like the seven years i've waited um like people take that and they relate it to the bible with joseph <laughs> without oh. jacob with jacob have you ever seen that meme i guess so yeah it's i have seen that so yeah. funny bro um and like you're right the introduction of the series i can't think about like super iconic like scenes in the first two movies like there are because they're the, the first one there is because yeah, it's like the first arriving one. the hall right like that scene but then outside of that like what else really i mean like they have their classes and like the quidditch stuff there's fluffy there's it's a lot there's a lot of quidditch in the first two movies too yeah, yeah they do, do a better job also the first two movies had the same um uh dumbledore actor they he died yeah and they re, they had him recast it in the third one which by most potter fans they really liked the first guy yeah. and he took that role knowing he was gonna die yeah um he only took it because his, his granddaughter said if you don't take it i'll never speak to you again <laughs> he didn't want to take it he wanted he said he wanted to like live like he, he had cancer yeah. it was terminal uh he said he wanted to live his last lives like like last lives his last years like hanging out with his family and his granddaughter was like if you don't take it i'll never speak to you again so I bet she's it. really glad that he did take it because now he's immortalized yeah. as the the best Dumbledore. I think you know. I used to argue the case for the other guy. Yeah, I'm like, no, I like him. I get it. And then once you start reading the books, you can you do realize because I I watched the movies before I read the books. Yeah, and then I'm like I told you I've read the first three and I'm, I need to read the fourth one. But um, I've realized the first Dumbledore is much better. I will say I can't remember his name. I got it. I'm getting it. We got our guy behind the chair. Um, so Michael Gambon is the newer. Dumbledore. Yeah, he's also he's also a good actor though. He's he's done other things that I've appreciated. Yeah. My sister's one of the biggest Potterheads I know. She can't stand him. Michael Gambon. Yeah. Really. The new. That's the newer one. Yeah, that's the newer one. Yeah. Um. Sorry, bro. You're good. Richard Harris. Oh, that's right. Yep. Is him. Yeah. Um, but I gotta say, Richard Richard Harris, he's like. I feel like he's like a wizard, you know, mm -hmm. like the beard, the hair and everything. Mm -hmm. Like Michael Gambon is still like, he, he's like, he brings the energy of mm -hmm. Dumbledore, mm -hmm. you know, but, uh, no, nah, Richard Harris was like a legit wizard. Yeah. Out of those first three movies, which one was your favorite? You think the first two, first three, first three. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm probably going to sit on the bandwagon here. Prisoner of Azkaban was really good. A lot of people say it's their favorite movie of, yes. of all of them. Yeah. I don't think it's my favorite movie of the seven, but of the uh -huh. first three, it's probably my favorite. Or the first one, just from the nostalgia of it. The, it was a revolutionary movie when it came out. Right. Like, there was nothing like it before. There, there's a huge... Um, I don't know what the budget was. I, it, our man in the chair could probably yeah, look sure. that up. Sure. Um, but it, to me, there seems to be a big budget jump between one and two after they saw the success of the first one. Very, very common in most um, series. Um, and then the third one feels completely different. So there was a $125 million budget for Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. That's a lot, actually. It almost turned a billion dollars at the box office, though. Um, so once they saw the success of the first movie. It's got to be more. No. No? It went down? I think it's it was only $100 million for the Chamber of Secrets. Oh, they were like, how much can we really get out of these audience? Wow, isn't that crazy? Yeah. I wonder they, why. I mean, lighting makes a difference. Yeah, and I wonder if they're using the same sets that were built for they the probably were and they also like like sometimes studios like invest in better equipment and i don't know if that necessarily comes out of their budget yeah. like if 
if Warner Brothers got all new cameras like in the last two years, you know what I mean? And it just looks different. Because the first two definitely look different. The, the first one looks like it was shot in the 90s. Yeah, on like film. Yeah, uh, it looks old. Yeah, 24 frames a second. The third yeah. one, I mean the second one looks much newer and the third one looks much newer. It doesn't look like it was until around like the sixth movie, like Half-Blood Prince, where they started just dumping money in The CGI um, in the Half-Blood Prince, that's when he duels. No, he duels him in... Uh, the first he, Deathly Hallows? He duels uh, Voldemort in the movie we started today. What's that one called? Order of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix. The yeah. end of the Order of the Phoenix is so good. Man. Oh, yeah. And the Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. that That's the best fight sequence in the whole series. Just the end of the Order of the Phoenix? Yes. Yeah. With the snake and the bubble, the sound. And, like, he, um, what is it? What does he turn? The fire? Doesn't he, like, turn it to glass shards or something like that? Oh, with the between, sand Dumbledore, between Dumbledore yeah, and between him? Yeah, between that and Voldemort. Yeah, Dumbledore and Voldemort gas. Yeah, for sure. There's a couple scenes. I, I love... There's a couple scenes that I just really like. Like my my two favorite movies is uh we're talking about all the movies now, but yeah. my two favorite movies are uh um Goblet of Fire and Half Blood Prince and the end of Half Blood Prince when oh let's preface this spoiler review right these movies been out forever yeah okay but at the end of the Half Blood Prince when Snape kills Dumbledore um and then Harry comes after Snape with his own spells ah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Love that scene. One of my favorite scenes in the whole on the whole series. Sectum Sempris, right? What and he's it? all and he's all like, "You're gonna use my own spells against me." Yeah. And like, you get a you get a a grasp for how good Snape was. That he was like the big boss, like way back when. Like he was pretty yeah. much running potions. Yeah. He was creating his own spells, and he was uh, pretty much made fun of for being so good at being right. a wizard, um, which is what pushes him to you know being a Death Eater. Yeah, and then like he was also crafting the potions to help the alive. Right. 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 After touching the ring, man, there's so much deep lore in the. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. In that between like the uh, what were they called? I mean, the cloak of invisibility. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you don't know the Deathly Hallows. The, the brothers. Deathly Hallows. Yes. The brothers. Yeah. The three brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the story behind that is I don't know. It's so insane. And how it's like reincarnated. Reincarnated. Yeah, so it's like re, it's like it's reiterated in the in the movies. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, How? yeah. And when you're seeing it, yeah, and like Dumbledore, what he his purpose mm-hmm. was in trying to find a ring to see his like the sister and everything. And it's crazy because Dumbledore re, repurposed in the movies Dumbledore's death. Mm-hmm. Have you heard this? No. Oh, beautiful. This, you could have read with that, bro. This is breaking I'm, news. I'm dancing around it. Yeah, so it's reincarnated. So uh, the way it is, right? You have your th- the three brothers, right? In the story, one wanted power. He wanted the wand. Right. One wanted to be with his lost lover. With the ring. With the ring. He ends up dying. Yeah. Um, he ends up killing himself. And then um, the other the other guy escaped. He got the invisibility right. cloak, escaped death. Escape and then when death. he was done, death greeted him with open arms, right? Yes. I got goosebumps saying the story. Um, the wand is Voldemort, the older brother. He okay. wanted power. He's He always wants the wand. The wand never gives in to him, right? Right. Yeah, Throughout the never, whole story. He's never the owner um, of the The one trying to be with his lover again is Snape. He wants to be with Lily, oh, no matter what. Oh, my God. Yeah, Dude, so L- Lily, Lily, he never gets to be a Lily. He ends up dying. Right. Yeah. yeah, and then um, Harry is uh, the third brother, 
and he escapes death. How many times does Harry escape death? And then when he does die, who's there greeting him with open arms? Dude, what? Bro, I, got, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got goosebumps, bro. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J.K. Rowling is like a very talented writer, right? Like she is. Like people, I don't think she gets enough credit. Yeah. I like J.K. a lot. That's a whole other discussion on her and her fan base. <laughs> she can't write a screenplay no. for buttocks, bro. <laughs> I would use other words, but I'm not going to. Right. She's a terrible screenplay writer. She is a very good novelist. She needs to just stick to the books. Well, now that my mind is blown, let's jump back into when times were simpler. In the first two movies? With yeah. the first three movies. <laughs> the first three movies, yeah. Yeah. When we got a taste of that, just with dialogue between Lupin Lupin, lupus, lupin, lupin. One's a You're right. disease, and the yeah, third lupin. one, yeah, lupin. Um, and uh, and serious, and then which uh, lupin Peter. is 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 Greek for what? Wolf, right? And what is he? A werewolf. Ooh, oh, you knew that yeah, one. I okay, that. Yeah, right, and his dog. wife, his wife, uh, Tonks. Yeah. Um. There's another like Num- cool like Nymphadora. Yeah. There's another cool like lore thing. Um, with like they have a daughter. Yeah, I think so. And I think the they daughter, do have a something about the daughter's name. I don't know. Yeah, it's sure. very interesting. I've listened to this stuff like a while ago. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and then there's some the crazy stuff happening with like Peter Pettigrew was what's the Ron's, uh, rat's name? Scabbers. 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 Yeah. I said Scabbers. Yeah, uh, Scabbers. He was like Peter Pettigrew was Scabbers mm-hmm. the whole time, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Which like well, a lot of people say there's like huge plot holes. There's well, plot the, mar- holes. the Marauders map. Right. right? There's plot Literally. holes in everything. There's yeah. potholes in every great story. Like, you know, why the Eagles couldn't just drop the ring in the Mount Mortar, you know? Like, <laughs> or just take them there's, to There's the all mountains. kinds of, yeah, there's all kinds of things, you know? Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that is one, of the, the map is kind of like one of those things. It's like, oh, yeah, they never saw Oh, it. yeah, I mean, if we're talking about, like, the time travel, like, that time turner would break. There's so many opportunities for the main story to be resolved. Yeah. So when you have these really powerful artifacts or powerful magics, yeah. it's hard to keep a consistency with that. Yeah. You don't know how like the time turners only used in the third movie and they never use it again. And they yeah, like, right. It would have solved everything. Like Dumbledore yeah. could have done everything different. Well, there's rules with the time turner though. I well, think. You, okay, but I'm which sure. is why in the play, um, the Cursed Child, which have you seen it? Uh, I know the story of it. They go back in time, right? Which like, is why, like them going back in time that long, like it breaks a bunch of rules and like they get screwed up. Yeah, yeah. It's just, just the fact long. that Voldemort and Beatrix is kind of weird enough. Yeah. They did. Yeah, that was the blue-haired chick in the in the, the <gasps> oh, main villain. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. That play was um, I. I, I left it thinking it was super sick, and then the more I thought about it, I was like, uh, I think there's something about I think it, it was, I didn't like. It's nice to just have new content, yeah, or, or new material. That yeah, coming out of it. I don't like when they do flash forwards and like a character has grown so much, or like Harry, right? Harry yeah. is like annoying, yeah, and he's like running yeah. around, and then Harry's like it's a flash forward like ten years, and Harry's exactly the same. It's like, bro, what? We haven't matured. We haven't. We haven't gotten past these things. You know There's what I mean? No great achievement. Yeah, we're we're, we're still we're snapping on our son. Like we're so quick to anger, just, just like normal, you were when you were seventeen. Like what? Guy. Yeah, it's like, come <laughs> on, dog. Like let's get a little bit better. But um, so looking looking back at the first three movies, you I know you asked me my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite? The third one is definitely my favorite. Yeah, I would say Chamber of Secrets is probably my lowest one out of the. First I would. Three. I think I would agree. I I think the first one has. It has like iconic scene, like um, uh, like Ron sitting on the doing the chess, like the wizard's chess in the first one, so big, um, and then wizard's chess kind of 
fades away throughout the series but um yeah it doesn't really happen anymore uh and then like you said the emphasis on um the sport quidditch quidditch quidditch, quidditch yeah. um is, is super super nice just the introduction like the introduction of the story it's it's nice like, they didn't ruin it you know chris columbus did a good job of not not ruining it yeah for sure so for sure they cut out they cut out like parts that needed to be cut out like all book? yeah like all the headless yeah. nick stuff in the first book is like super boring oh yeah, yeah super boring and they're just like yep we're not using that I was like, really, oh, thank god they really simplified like the scoring system and stuff like that from the book into the movies mm-hmm that <laughs> was kind of crazy. Oh, the, the scoring to, oh, the, the houses. The, yeah, the yeah. end of the first book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's so goofy. <laughs> Which uh, you've taken it? What are you, a, a Gryffindor? I'm a Gryffindor. Yeah. That's so lame. Lame. Yeah. Whatever, super dude. lame. I should be a Gryffindor for sure. You're a hard worker. Yeah, that's. You Hufflepuff. Yeah, Hufflepuff gang is the lamest for sure. But that's low key, I think if I had to pick, like, put me in Slytherin, dog. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I think Slytherin would be the most fun. We're Bro, both pretty ambitious. Those memes, um, when the when the when the game was out, yeah. Did you see that? They're like Slytherin. Uh, uh, what was it? What do they call it? That, not the headquarters. The um, the, the house. house. The house. Yeah. Like the dorms or whatever. It's, yeah, the dormitory. It's like yeah. the Slytherin dormitory, and it'd be like balling. <laughs> da, 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 da. And they're like listening to rap, and everyone's going high. And then they would be like, meanwhile, in the Hufflepuff, and it's just people like reading with birds chirping and whatnot. I thought that joke was so funny, dog. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, it'd be a good time. Hogwarts. So Hogwarts needs to be real. Yeah. <sighs> It'd be fun. Not even like the magic needs to be real. Just the castle needs to be like someone needs to build the castle and like turn it into a hotel. Universal, oh, yeah, universal. Get on it. I think they're working on it. I think we're gonna get there. That's okay. They're all up in the Nintendo stuff right now. It's fine. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, I think the third one is is my favorite. I think the first one has some some big things. I I well, I do think the casting in Harry Potter's and that we've I've talked to you about this before. I don't know if you share as like an passionate opinion about me about it as me, but I think like the casting just cannot get overstated enough when it comes to like these series that go on for so long it seems to be like the thing that is most in common lord of the rings was cast beautifully star wars was cast beautifully harry potter was cast beautifully if you don't cast it correctly the chemistry doesn't work it won't get renewed the original avengers game of thrones the original avengers game of thrones cast perfectly so um that's one of the things they have in common too i I don't think the original three could have been cast any better i don't think alan rickman could have been cast Uh, any better yeah i don't think the guy who plays haggard his name's escaping me robert coltrane i don't think could have been cast any better i think i think mcgonagall the woman who plays mcgonagall who's a legend could have been cast any better you know what i mean Um, honestly uh ralph ralph fianis uh as voldemort like perfect 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 running than that perfect bellatrix perfect um, the whole Weasley family, the twins, everything, yeah. Mr. And Mrs. Weasley, Gary Oldman, perfect, Gary Oldman, God. who to me is probably top five in the goat category. Yeah, to me for sure. People can see me about it, bro. I will fade you over Gary Oldman. Um, perfect, like series yeah. black, perfect. You know, I don't think there was like I, I, just off the top of my head, especially not in the first three movies. I was upset with any uh, like someone didn't feel like the role like Draco Malfoy. I was about to say like, Tom Felton. Tom, like Felton. Tom Felton. Perfect. And he's obsessed with that role. Yeah. He's still making content over that stuff, man. So, have you seen his um, Uber Eats commercial about it? Yes. Super funny. Yes. Yeah. So so funny. Yeah, he loves it. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But yeah, no, I will say I think I think that is the cornerstone of like all great series that go for movie after movie after movie or yeah. season after season after season. And I think they did a really really great job at that. And um, like you said earlier with the directing, I think that, like they just the, with 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 material that good, the biggest thing is just like don't ruin it. Yeah, like, just capture just just. just Right, just help it along. Mm-hmm. Like, just don't ruin it. Make your cuts where you got to make your cuts, and that's why they wanted um, uh, Goblet of Fire. That's why they wanted it to be two movies. Oh, right. An old it's boy. So expensive. Yeah, it's so, well, so big. Yeah, you said expansive. Yeah, well, the book was like. I think, it, I think that's when the it's books start getting stupid. Yeah, like yeah, a thousand pages or something. Yeah, wild. that's when J.K. was like, "All right, I'm gonna stop messing around." <laughs> all right time to cook right bro. <laughs> it all. and this is when i snap um Dude. yeah J- jk was not playing bro that book so you i've read through i don't think i finished the half blood prince i still need to get through that hmm. um and then obviously deathly hallows but you are on goblet of fire now yeah i haven't started it goblet of fire is good um the order of the phoenix is a lot. I heard the Order of Phoenix is super depressing because Harry's just depressed the whole time. Yeah, and then they go on the whole side quest thing, like through the next. Through the, well, no, the first first half. Well, no, I'm sorry. The first Deathly Hallows movie is like the side quest stuff, right? Yeah, that's where they're going to get the Horcruxes. Yeah. Um, yeah, Order of the Phoenix is really depressing. Half Blood Prince is superb because that it's like the Snape, mm-hmm. uh, Snape Lily stuff, and you find out that Harry's mm-hmm. kind of like. You know, kind of being fate controlled by Dumbledore the whole time. Right, yeah. And Dumbledore is kind of like not the best guy. Is Dumbledore the Loki villain? I wouldn't call him the villain. Um, I would say he tried to be the hero in non-heroic ways. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. Like, because, I mean, Harry was the only thing that really could stop Voldemort. This, like, unstoppable force of evil. Right? Yeah. So. But it, it comes, I think Dumbledore's under the impression which is like it's extremely biblical which is like uh he knows harry has to die right he's willing to sacrifice he doesn't know harry can come back to life right right um and it's the idea of the sacrifice of one uh for the betterment the the loss of one for the betterment of many right and he's okay with that which is a boss decision to make yeah like a lot of people wouldn't be okay making that decision dumbledore has no issue like hey this the boy <laughs> the boy who lives has to die bro why can't dumbledore just keep harry like as a baby is that ever answered no <laughs> <laughs> like let's think about this thing really quick he's like let's traumatize let's him, him for the first nine years of his life <laughs> he's gonna live under a, under a, a lot of character when he comes over here but he sends that other girl to the lady. I don't remember her name. She defends him in the trial. Mm-hmm. Like, the yeah, she's supposed to movie. watch him. Yeah, yeah take care of him. Like watch him. And she's a um, she was a a wizardly. She was born in a wizard family without any power. Right. Yeah. She's like one of those people, which is the same as Mr. Filch. Right. Mr. Filch is of wizardly family. Hey, is Mr. Filch dead? Is he a ghost that runs? I don't know. Is he dead? You ever heard that theory? No. Ooh, I don't know that one, man. You'll have to tell me. Man, there's some big theories out there. Maybe the follow-up to this should be some Harry Potter theory. Maybe we should talk about the theory that we're going to post about is, is Ron Dumbledore? I don't know. Is he? 
I guess you'll have to watch the video to find out. <laughs> the idea is really is really interesting. I think we're going to have a video out pretty soon about why Hagrid is a Death Eater. Hagrid, time. yeah. Just saying. That's going to ruin a lot of childhoods, man, it's if Hagrid's well, a Death Eater. I don't know, man. He was, the, he was the best one there. Do you know that theory? Yeah. I haven't heard that one. Really? No, and it was not on my list that I just read of like top Harry Potter theories. Really? I find that surprising. I top twenty Harry Potter theories. It was not on there. It wasn't in the top twenty. No, Harry I swear. And they, and they freaking had George being Willy Wonka on that list. So <laughs> <laughs> George Weasley is Willy Wonka. So no, Hagrid being a Death Eater is like low key confirming the books. No, it's not. It's not so much in the movies, except for the essential plot points. How is it confirmed in the books? Just share it, bro. Spill it. All right. You know, I'm, I'm going to spill the beans. While I pull uh, this up, uh -huh. you spout on why the third movie is your favorite. <laughs> Cinematography, music. Events. I think the color grading is super, super cool. There's a lot of holes in the third film. The third film, the the idea that they are bringing out the time turner and then they never revisit it again. Huge, huge, huge issue. Um, that's a hole in the plot that J.K. Rowling overlooked. Um, but I do really, really enjoy the uh, color grading. I'm also a huge fan. I've said this on this podcast before. I'm a dog trainer. I'm a huge fan of like canines and dogs. And I really like like all the animals. And there's a werewolf in this one. I like that uh, Sirius Black just turns into like a, a crazy looking German Shepherd. Um, and yeah, no, I don't know, man. I, I thoroughly enjoy the third one. I think it's hilarious when Hermione's using the time turner to do all this, you know, extracurricular stuff. And she's just popping into class and like freaking out Ron, like on a regular basis, like every other scene. That yeah. junk's super funny. So yeah, man, I enjoy it. Hey, Hermione doing that. If you hadn't, if you didn't know and you just watched the movies, it's one of those things that's impl implanted in the movie and it's like, it doesn't really throw you off. Mm. Like, there's some passing comments of like, weren't you like just not here? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. where'd you come from? Right. And then the story, there's no more attention paid to it. Right. And then you watch again. Well, she talks like, about, Aw. she does talk about in the very beginning too, like how many classes she's taking. Yeah. And, and, uh, Ron's and schedule, like, there's yeah. no way you're going to yeah. finish it all. And she's like, I'll find a way. And then sure enough, you know. So there's another theory about that too, about how like uh, all the top students got to use time turners and how like Tom Riddle, cause he was a top student would have had a time turner. And so maybe he went back in time and screwed things up anyway. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. The, Crazy. The wizarding world is on it with these. Yeah. I really enjoy the third one though, man. What's the, what's the, what's the, uh, do you have it? I do. This is a lot. This is a lot. Oh, so there's this no paraphrase. I will paraphrase. You'll paraphrase okay. myself, right? So, I'm just gonna say this is shouts out to uh, Wolf PH is this Reddit? on Reddit. Okay, yeah. this was four years ago, and it's like the most popular thing on the fan theories. Okay, uh, page. I'm ready. Blow my mind. All right, so I'm just gonna read through what the intro was and uh, the evidence that they are believing for. Okay. So the first statements made. All right, so they started to read through the Harry Potter series, and they were determined to pay close attention to Snape early on, um, to kind of see the character through the lens of a double agent. But they noticed that the strangest behavior really was coming from Hagrid, uh, which hadn't really been noticed before. So the actions, statements, inconsistencies in which Hagrid um, pretty much in every move is aiding Voldemort. So he read the entire series, watching for anything to prove um, that Hagrid couldn't be a Death Eater. 
Uh, and the majority of the evidence definitely points towards Hagrid as a servant of the Dark Lord. Uh, do we have some examples of this? We do, we do, we do. So okay. hold on, I'll get there. Okay. Uh, um, so then they talk about if I JK, feel like we're on like a jury and I'm like the defendant. That's right, ahead. that's right. Yeah. This, is, this is the prosecution yep. laying it all out. Um, we don't know if that's what J.K. Rowling had intended, um, but probably not. But is it really, it's not really something that's meant to be taken seriously from what they say, but it's intriguing given the amount of evidence which supports the conclusion that he could be a top servant of Voldemort. Okay. So uh, they have five points here, and then they go on to support it from every book. Uh, they, talk, they have points from literally every book on this. So the, the five the, the five uh, positions that this person holds is that Hagrid is a high-ranking servant of Lord Voldemort. Hagrid is secretly much more talented of a liar than he lets on. I can Hag see that. Hagrid is secretly a much more talented wizard than he lets on. Well, that's true. Well, that's for sure. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Right. Because like, he says he gets expelled all the time, but he's constantly, like, whipping up spells. He's constantly saving like, Harry. Yeah. Dude, and, like, think about the crazy... He freaking gave Dudley a pigtail. Yeah. Like, the yeah, first yeah. movie. Like, yeah, which is super illegal. Yeah. Using magic yeah. outside of it. Anyways. Uh, but it's been, true. That never gets addressed. Weird. Hagrid has been performing deep cover trade craft espionage, source validation, sabotage, and spotting and assessing for Voldemort, and has been in the service of Lord Voldemort at least since the first Wizarding War, potentially since his time at Hogwarts. So they use the theory entirely on what is textually presented within the first seven books, not anything else from the movies, video games, or Child Pottermore, or anything from J.K. Rowling. Tom Holland's the reason he got expelled. Tom Holland? I'm sorry. Tom Riddle. <laughs> Tom Riddle. Yeah. He's the one who true. catches him with the snake with the spider. Yeah, they talk about that. They talk about that. Um, so then they break it down, and I don't want to get too deep into that. Yeah, don't get done. We can have a yeah. whole episode. Okay. Of this. But they break the books down, dude. That's interesting. Huh. It is interesting too. I have I have heard people say like before, like, why is he trying to tame a dragon? Um, when like the only people that really work with like try to tame the dragons, like one dragon's his pet, or like the people in the dark arts. Um, when they talk about uh Ron's brother, he's um studying dragons. He's not like riding them and taming them. Right. But well, how, about, how about this? Um, they talk about... The, so, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. I'll just read through this. A little excerpt, okay. right? Okay. So, in the Goblet of Fire, we see the following from Hagrid. He coordinated with Crouch Jr., disguised as Moody, to deliver Harry to Voldemort. Hagrid illegally and unethically cheated in the Triwizard Tournament. That's true. Hagrid saved Voldemort's wand. The evidence. So, we already know Hagrid had an established relationship with Bowdy Crouch Jr., so Mad-Eye Moody, who was disguised, uh, you know, Barty Crouch right. Jr. was there. He used the Polyjuice Potion. That's a He's he's a Death Eater sent by Voldemort to ensure Harry wins the Triwizard Tournament, right. right? So he can right. get a turnkey. Right. Moody is shown to be very aloof and unfriendly with just about anyone. In the chapter The Hungarian Horntail in Book 4, Hagrid is spotted in Hogsmeade sitting alone in private conversation with him. Hagrid is crouched low and obviously trying not to be overheard in stark contrast to his yells and lack of secrecy with the minister in the previous book. There is no established relationship prior between Hagrid or Moody, or any reason they would go off to Hogsmeade for a private drink together, especially one in which they are conspiring. Once they get up to leave, Crouch, Moody, spots Harry under the invisibility cloak. Hagrid soon after extends his secret invitation to Harry to preview the first task. Well, we know, but we, the dragons, but we do know yeah. that Moody tipped off Hagrid. Yeah. But that's not, that's not. Oh, hold on. 
The advance warning of this first test of Harry is obviously one of the things they discussed in their hushed, secretive conversation. Right. Hagrid is the only adult we know to have a good one-on-one relationship with Crouch Moody, who loops the supposedly honest Hagrid in on a plot to unethically cheat for Harry in the Triwizard Tournament. Given the lengths that Crouch is going to in order to conceal his identity as well as the extreme sensitivity of the operation, it's incredible that he trusts Hagrid as much as he does. The most likely explanation for this is that Hagrid actually knows Crouch Moody. They have an established relationship mm-hmm. and the same goal, get Harry to the Triwizard Cup in the, the Voldemort. Mm-hmm. And it talks about uh, the cheating uh, and coordination to deliver Harry. Um, and without Hagrid, Harry would never have been able to win the tournament, period. Hagrid pressured Harry to compete gave him insider information, conspired, and even cheated on his behalf. That's wild. Only two people cheated for contributed to Harry's success, Crouch, Moody, and Hagrid, while conspiring to do it together. Um, and the end result being... Yeah, well, but but Crouch, Moody, um, like, uses people... Like, he also uses Neville. So if we're using this, you know what I mean, for the gillyweed. Right. So to to just ultimately win. Right. So is Neville... They, is it Neville a Death Eater too? You know what I mean? Like he could have just been manipulated. Yeah, but he didn't tell Neville like why it was to do that. He just made sure that Neville was gonna study with Harry to do it. Well, that, he, he's one who gave Neville like the books and stuff though, so he already knew. Right, but Hagrid so. escorting Harry to that is a lot different than Neville saying, "Oh, hey, you're going for the Triwizard Tournament. It has something to do with water. Let's do that." Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. Because like, uh. think about if they were gonna be prosecuted, like. It would fall back on Moody right. with what Neville did. Yeah. But with Har- what Hagrid did, it would not fall back on Moody. That's fair. It would fall back on Hagrid. On Hagrid. So, pretty wild. So, we know about that. You already know about Harry or Hagrid escorting Harry to the first task of yeah. the dragons. Crouch inspire- conspire with Hagrid to concord a plan. He's aware of the illicit nature of the activity. Um, told Harry to bring his invisibility cloak to avoid getting caught. Um, let's see, hear about this. Uh, Hagrid, the new care for magical creatures professor, assigned his students with raising blastended scroots. Harry even helped Hagrid outside of class with the biggest and fiercest of them all. Uh, the scroots were one of the maze challenges, which Harry was exceptionally prepared for all the other competitors who were unfamiliar with them. Um, and then Hagrid was undoubtedly involved in preparing the challenges, given the extensive experience of many of the creatures. Uh, the giant spiders, presumably acromantulas, Hagrid knows for a fact Harry has dealt successfully with in the past, so he was the very person who had introduced him to the movie uh, to them in the prior book. So mm. of course they were part of the maze in there. Uh, bro, this is there's so much. Yeah, I was about to say this thing's gonna go on and yeah. on. Yeah, that's anyway. interesting though. I don't know. I think I'm gonna still like stand behind my guy, but uh, that is interesting. So I know that you can't really get this represented all the way, but I'm working, I'm just gonna scroll through what the theory was. This is part 105. Oh, this is long, guys. <laughs> Y'all should check it out for yourself if you're actually interested in it, but I full, wholeheartedly believe believe my man Hagrid was out here to... To spoof, off Harry? Spoof on Harry. He does. He is the one who goes and gets them, too. And he is the one that actually... He goes and gets them from the, the murder place, too, when Voldemort kills the parents. Hagrid's the one who finds them. Hagrid has his... Uh, well, Snape's actually the one who finds them, I think, first. No, he gets Sirius's bike. Why did he get Sirius's bike? How did he know where? There's another part of the theory that talks about that. 
I talked about it. Haggers is the one who delivers them to the aunt right. and uncle. On Sirius's bike. And Sirius was there blasting, you know, Peter Pettigrew or whatever. Right? Right. Like, and he was how they talk about the locations and how far away he was, and there's no yeah. reason that Hagrid would have been anywhere close to that area. Well, let me ask you this, and then we probably should wrap up. Yeah. Um, there's a new show coming out. The re, you know, the new HBO show. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're recreating the movies in in a series form. A lot of people say it's a good thing. You know, that's what the show should have been. If the books would have been written today, it would have been a show. It would have been a, wouldn't have been a movie series, right? Right. Are you a fan of the idea of recreating the show? And if not, did you hear about the other ones that they were pitching? I haven't heard about the other ones they were pitching. Let me tell you really quick the other two they were pitching. Sure. There was the creation of Hogwarts, which was the, the founding father, the founding members, right? That's so, cool. Like Sever, Sever, or so, Severus, so Slytherin, yeah. Ravenclaw, all that. And it was about yeah. how, like, how they created Hogwarts and all that and like all their differences and everything. Yeah. And then the other one was uh, Potter, Young, uh, Lily, and Young Snape and all them. Oh, like and, and that it was going to circle around that, that friend generation. that friend group. So... Uh, uh, it was. I don't. I don't think I would have liked that. That one as much. I think that one would have been kind of cool. Yeah, but like we already know everything that we needed to know from them. Like I think that one would have been cool, especially if they would have went into the first war with Voldemort. Yeah. Oh, if they would have been a little bit older to like see the alliances that are built, uh -huh. like what direction people been, were there, that would have been kind of sick. That would have been better. That's than, what I'm saying. I'm thinking them in school. Like, and then like it, they, it could have ended at the beginning of the movies. Do you see what I'm saying? It like, could have ended with like Voldemort, with Voldemort like stepping up to the yeah, house. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it could have ended right there. That would have been sick. Come on. Yeah, because you could you could see like Voldemort like if they would they should have done like the building up of like if it's like a two or three season thing. Yeah. Like, or like I don't know. You could even do like episodic things where they pass like three or four years per each episode. Mm -hmm. But like, what if they just like obviously Snape is almost like everyone's favorite character. Right. Right. What right. if you just followed Snape? When he was like a kid, like the first episode right. or something could have been him right, right, right. there and meeting yeah. Lily, Bro, going you're, through you're, it. You're literally saying what I was thinking too. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then like he gets mixed up with Voldemort and then like the double agency and then The the two characters that. people definitely want more of, I think, is Snape yeah. and Sirius Black. And I where where that. are you getting great Snape and Sirius Black content from? The past. Right. Like you're gonna you see, have to. yeah, right. You, well, right. <laughs> yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, but you're gonna get serious, like because serious is like a like a hothead, and then like yeah. him learning to like transform into like different animals and all that. Like, like super super cool, right? You're getting serious in that, and then uh, you got Snape, who's like this super uh, picked on kid, yeah. and then he turns into a Death Eater, and like right. what drives him to turn into a Death Eater? Right. That makes the conversation, the dialogue that they share at the end of Prisoner of Azkaban, so, so much, much more, more impactful. Important. Yes. So much more important when right when you talk about Lupin and yes yes when yeah. Lupin and Sirius when Black they catch, are talking and catch Peter yes Pettigrew. and they want to kill him yeah right do you, can you imagine like the waiting and the uh and like the revenge that's like a Obi Wan uh, Anakin it's like, like it's like a frick, it's a Maul Obi Wan almost yeah. it's like yeah. like that's all Maul wants to do oh it would be so cool bro but I honestly I was favoring the other one too I was favoring like the creation of Hogwarts I, would, I would sick I would like that because they're important characters that you know nothing about. well you no. know something about them not like, enough. but in the background right. yeah. not nearly enough and yeah. like they literally built the school with magic yeah so like like it would have been super cool like that's how the show uh, we need to be writers we need to be hired um, whenever the strikes over we're getting in the guild because the show should have ended with them building Hogwarts 
Right. And it should have been like a three to four seasons of the four of them, like kind of coming together, like the four most powerful wizards in the world right. and how like your prototypical Ravenclaw would have went through things, how your prototypical Hufflepuff would have went through things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And da, 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 da. It would have been sick. And then at the end, it will end with the building Hogwarts. It could be like the first class, <sighs> like going on the boats. You know what oh, I mean? Or something like that. Yeah, you see bro, in the first movie. Come on, dog. Man. It's always like the best. Anyway, so knowing that, you would have picked that one? I would have picked I would have picked the show we just talked about yeah. over everything. I know. But I would pick the I would pick the the four um house heads. That'd be so that sick. Show. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe they'll do another one. Maybe they'll do another show. If they, if, if what's know. called successful, I don't know what they're calling it. I don't know. Honestly, I'm not really like if it comes out i'll watch it but i'm not like eagerly awaiting that no i'm not like excited about it the way i was like house of the dragon like house of the dragon i was excited but maybe this is just a selfish thing because like we grew up we were a little bit younger than they were like when the movies were yeah. coming out yeah. like my sister i have a sister that's five years older than me mm -hmm. and like she was the same exact age like that daniel radcliffe and um Emma Watson, all of those people, like mm -hmm. the exact same age as the movies were coming out. So you really did grow up with those characters and reading the books, you know, it's all there. Um, so, like, that, there's a full generation, and I think we're kind of tapered into it as well, just a little bit off with the years. But, like, we grew up with them, so we relate to them more. So it's almost like we're getting recast, you know what I mean? Right. We're getting like a trouble. Yeah, what happened? I don't know. It's like only my left hand. Dude. That Hagrid theory got your body all weird. It's got, if it's like the right hand's, <laughs> the right hand's okay. My left hand. Um, so that's if anyone's a doctor it. listening to this, hit her, <laughs> hit her DM. I think I got something going on. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna watch the show, yeah. and if it's complete buns, I'm just gonna forget it exists and just keep watching the movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? So cool. Well, yeah. this is. Uh, I think this will wrap up part one. We're yeah. definitely gonna be revisiting the rest of the series. Yeah. Um, hitting on the next two. Which would be Goblet of Fire and the Order of the Phoenix. I'll be most excited to listen to do that one for sure. Yeah, Goblet of Fire is extremely good. Gas. Extremely good. Gas. Boy Cedric Deadgury. Deadgury. Oh no. Bro, let me, let me, let's talk about the memes that were just popular out of nowhere, like a few months ago, with like the song with a like, boy. Da -da 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 oh yeah, I know. And like, it's like if the. If the music never stopped playing, oh, <laughs> like, just, yeah, that's really great. I'm excited to talk about that. But yeah, the first three Harry Potter movies in the books here, Prisoner of Azkaban, clearly the winner. The first movie is really great. Yeah. Casting's one point. Yeah. R. Chamber of Secrets Richard got Harris. like no love on this pod, but it's all right. Chamber of Secrets, the book, I don't think it was very good. Mm -hmm. I like the Basculus part. I think that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. But. I, like, I, I really like the monsters in Harry Potter. You know the monsters big, are cool. How big that bass was! Like, don't the paintings enormous? Don't the paintings like see this thing like walking around and like oh, and just like and like like be like, hey, there's into, like, something going and on stuff. here, y'all. Yeah. Like, and like this whole chamber was like hidden away, and, like nobody could find. They had inspectors. The air is Slytherin, yeah. Come on. I don't know, man. I'm telling you. J.K. missed on Chamber of Secrets. You think so? Yeah. Oh. And, like, who cares? We don't care about Jenny. Like, if she died, she died. You know what I'm saying? 
But Jenny, Jenny played a, like a pretty big role in it, not playing. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't, we don't care about Jenny as a character. We just met her, and she's like, oh, you're saying that early in the stage? Yeah. I was gonna say, I imagine care, if I it was about, Hermione I care about or Jenny something. towards the end. What if Hermione was captured and like being possessed, not possessed, but like, yeah, like that been being a better. manipulated. That might have been a little better. But I do care about Jenny towards the end. Yeah, I like Jenny's character. You don't like Jenny? I mean, I like Jenny's character. In the books, she's way better than she is in the movies. Yeah, I don't even mind her in the movies. You know, the actress like does not like the way I, yeah, she was. Yeah, because there, there's so much character right. that you can't really. Let's pick that fit up. There it the is. Movie. You can't really fit into the. <laughs> That's the thing, bro. Like these these books are enormous. Yeah. You're you're a side character. Unfortunately, you're not a part of the top three. Okay, no. you're not there. No. Um, your spots are going to be taken. Like they're, they're, <laughs> when they're cutting the fat, they're cutting it out of your spots. Unfortunately, hey, why does she have that look on her face the first time she sees Harry? Like when she comes downstairs, she has that look on her face like the whole time, bro. <laughs> she has that look on her face the first, like in the first movie when she sees Harry. That's the second movie you're thinking of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first yeah. time she sees Harry, she's like all like amazed. Whoa. Yeah, bro. Have you heard the theory about how Harry's not really in love with her and she tricks him? With a potion? With a potion, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's looking at potions in that movie. I've heard the theory that Ron did that to Hermione. Oh. Bro, well, you got, we got videos. The evidence the evidence for Jenny doing that to Harry makes sense. Yeah. She's literally shopping for love potions in the movie. Oh. In the very beginning of the movie. And then he ends up, like, kissing her and stuff, like, that's towards when, the end. That's when Lucius has the book. Lucian. Yes. He's like, yes. <laughs> you see the also video? Also another great cast. You see the video? And Lucian's the, mouth voice. It's Lucian. Great, great cast. He's got the diary like between his butt and uh-huh. he like drops it in the basket. He's like, ooh, how'd that get in there? <laughs> oh, but Chamber Seekers has Dobby. Dobby's the best thing. Yeah, the Chamber Seekers has Dobby. Would, he annoys the crap out of me in the book. Like in the beginning when he's just like, he won't let him go and he's just yeah, like, won't tell him. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, you yeah, know? you don't know, yeah. but still. Dobby's the best character. Anyway, y'all like let us know what your favorite movie is. Um, And uh, I don't, I love Harry Potter, but I don't love it as much as other people love it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like Harry Potter is some people's Lord of the Rings for me. Mm, that's fair. You know what I mean? So, or Game of Thrones for me. Which I haven't read those books, so maybe it's not the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. Or I haven't read the Lord of the Rings books either. I'm not making a very good case yeah, for myself. That's why we're getting roasted on our TikTok. Definitely. About Definitely. Sauron. For sure. <laughs> Come defend us, listeners, on the TikTok. Um, yeah, check us out. We're making uh, some pretty good Harry Potter content right now on mm-hmm. our YouTube. Uh, mm-hmm. We're posting them on Instagram, TikTok. So please check out our socials. Um, reach out to us. We have a link tree on our Instagram. Um, and then wherever else we can post it as well. Uh, but shoot us an email, shoot us a DM on any of our socials. We're yeah. constantly on them, monitoring it, responding back to anyone that reaches out, of course. Uh, so if you have something to say, feedback, any questions, any show ideas, if you want to come on the show and talk about things, we're more than open. For the it. YouTube is doing numbers. Hop on those YouTube comments. We would love to talk to you there. Yeah, for sure. really. So, yeah. Anyone listening to this, please give us a follow. Reach out to us. Uh, back to the feature show at gmail.com. Subscribe. Hit the subscribe. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. Hit the follow. Yeah. Hit the red plus on For TikTok. Sure. And we will be dropping a video tomorrow uh, with the case of why Ron and Dumbledore are the same person. They are one. We didn't get into it in this one, so you have to watch the YouTube video tomorrow. Yep. And then we're going to be talking about how Hagrid's a Death Eater. Coming up. I'll make that one. Or you can make that one. Whatever. That's long form. Buddy. Oh. This is long form, buddy. <laughs>
Well, cool. All right. Well, that is all for tonight. Uh, this is your host, Michael McFly. I am out. Yep. Thanks for checking us out. Y'all have a good one. Next time.